All right. Can you hear me, everybody? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Because last week, nobody could hear me, and people were very upset. Those of you who wrote in and said, this was our best episode ever, correct. (laughs) With only Anna's audio. Those who wrote in and said that Ryan sounded like he was recording from the bathroom. Correct. Also correct. Anna sent sent me to the bathroom to record. He was banished. He did his I wasn't behaving. Impression. Well, that honestly is probably good that people couldn't hear me because of that Victoria that impression. That is accurate. Yes. Though here's what I take f- from this is that people want to hear my voice. People can't get enough of Ryan. People really want to hear what I have to say. They want to hear my jokes. They want to hear what I've got going on. <laughs> yeah. They want this to hear whole me thing. Scat yeah that's what the people were missing this last week when they could barely hear me for those of you who didn't notice and everybody you're noticed, welcome earth <laughs> my sound was awful in our last episode we're sorry that's why we're doing this special you little bachelor I'm not sorry in the news. because you started recording and i said this doesn't sound right and ryan brushed me off y'all and said, I did... no okay I'm still lips okay. moving still okay. talking he brushed me off and said i think it sounds fine ryan also sounds a lot like those charmin bears <laughs> uh it sounds good on my end let's go for it I know you lie, because your lips are moving. Yeah. I'm not lying. Well, uh, no, you're right, but I Hello. thought we fiddled with it. Is it me you're looking for? It was me they're looking for, because yeah. they couldn't they're hear lo- me. Is it me you you're listening for? <laughs> because I said this is something, Mrs. Clavel said, something is not right. <laughs> was it Madeline needing to get her appendix out? No, it's the fact that Ryan doesn't listen to me when I say, hey, my podcasting spidey sense is off, and something's not right here because I can't hear you. Yeah, this just doesn't sound quite right. Well, we fussed with it, and you said, okay, I can hear you now. And then we plowed on, but it did not, well, we've all did been not there, make gang. a difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just plow through FYI, this. yeah, that is Ryan's motto <laughs> with a lot of things. Let's just plow through let's it. Something's plow, wrong. Yeah. Nah, let's just plow through this thing. <laughs> um, so we just wanted to record a special little something for our fans that was discussion of a couple of Bachelor news stories. We thought we would treat y'all to a little extra episode Mm -hmm. since the previous episode was so hard to hear. And if you like it, write in and tell us. And we're toying with the idea of doing some little mini episodes. Um, Something a little fun. And I'm moose-boosh for your ears. We don't (laughs) podcast enough about this (laughs) Right. Lord knows we've got nothing else going on. Yeah, it's this, or we could watch an old Seinfeld rerun tonight. So. Or the Mick, the which Mick, is yeah. good, not great. Good, not great. Yeah, yeah. Coming into its own. Yeah, it'll it'll find its footing. Maybe right away as it gets canceled. Maybe. Yeah. Is okay. it still on? Unclear. Well, I mean, it's clear. It's just not clear to me. Okay. Someone right. knows if it's Should still a show. We get started with our first Bachelor in the News. Yeah. Bachelor so in the News. what we did is we co-picked two or three articles, hot-hitting news stories. <laughs> Please take a seat, Joe Biden, with your executive order. Guys, it's important to stay informed about the stories that are shaping our lives. Everybody stop talking about GameStop. Nobody cares. <laughs> no one understands that. What? America 
we know who Andy Dorfman would have given her rose to in (laughs) hindsight. Sell your game stock stocks right now. Okay, so yes, let's start with the big story that we wanted to deal with. And honestly, I'm surprised we haven't just commented on this. I did not notice. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. So the story is that Matt James kisses with his eyes, I would say based on the footage I've seen, about 25% open. Yeah. Would you say? Um. Yes. Okay. It's not like a wide-eyed. Sure. He's like, not like staring into their face no, as he's kissing. He's not them. a serial killer. No, that we know of. But it's a little he's not bit Bennett. like how I like to say is one of my like interesting facts about me that I sleep with my eyes open. Uh huh. And what that really means is that there's like a tiny sliver of my yeah. eye that stays open when I sleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but I it is. It's noticeable. Yeah, well, Matt James kisses with his eyes open. Well, it's also like the way they film him. Maybe they realized he was doing it and they tried to film around it because it's not like blatantly obvious because they'll film him from like the side or below. Mm -hmm. But when you actually start watching the footage, you realize like, yeah, he's doing that. And uh, Tyler, I'm sure you saw razzed him about it oh, on the old IG. Everybody was razzing him. Yeah, and he it, responded uh, that you can't uh, trust anybody to keep your eyes closed. In fact, Matt James himself said that he was uneasy watching his quote-unquote unusual approach. So here's the other thing about this is that um, he said, like, I can't fix it now. So, like, apparently this is going to be a season-long ordeal <laughs> that we have to deal everybody's with. everybody's going to be watching Right, because I honestly, you're right. Like, I hadn't noticed it all that much. But now that you look at it. He said, quote, I guess I didn't realize I kissed with my eyes open until people were videotaping me kiss people. And I'm watching it back. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? So this is a good point because how would you know? Like, if the woman's eyes are closed, like, it's like... When you pray, like if you're the only one with your eyes open, nobody else is going to notice. Because you find that other person in the room that right. also has their eyes open. That's when you finally get caught. You do yep. that atheist bat mm-hmm. call. Yeah, that little, uh, n- that little nod, the Just subtle nod. Just a little nod. bit of yeah. an acknowledgement. It was like when our dean didn't close his eyes at the prayer at graduation. Yeah. And he was on the big screen. Not closing his eyes so all the heathens could see. That's how we roll in liberal arts. That's (laughs) right. Putting the liberal in liberal arts. Uh, Yeah, so I, um, there was an article on Vice, which I found interesting, that had even a scientific article, like a legit reference to a peer-reviewed scientific article, Journal of Experimental Psychology, Human Perception and Performance, which said that one of the reasons you need to close your eyes is because the brain can't focus on too many things at once. So like you got to close your eyes. I feel like I used to kiss you with my eyes open a little bit and I had to stop because it was disgusting. Oh yeah. I mean, it's disgusting enough. No, I feel like I finally learned that the key to our good night kiss was for me to just like close my eyes and like, I'm waiting and brace yourself. I call it the sleeping beauty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just brace yourself and get it over with quick. Well, you also had to tell me to stop drinking my water right beforehand. Yeah. You there were, were a like lot of tips, big old wet mouth kiss. Yeah, like yeah. a fucking Labrador retriever. Yeah, slobbering all over your face. Drinking from the garden hose <laughs> and then coming in to kiss you goodnight. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's a good idea just to – I don't think that even with – attractive good kissers that kissing with your eyes open is a good idea i feel like being videotaped 
kissing, though, is my nightmare. Yeah. Because at 10 out of 10, I promise you, I'm a terrible kisser. Yeah, well, nobody looks good kissing on videotape. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, do you go for it and use tongue? Yeah. Oh, like our first kiss when I was really going full bore. Yeah. There is a way to use tongue that is not what you did, sir. Oh, no, that's not the way anyone should use tongue. You're really lucky that I even, like, Oh, it's amazing it was, that we have two children. That was a bad first kiss. It was a kiss. bad first kiss. Do you yeah. remember it being Oh, bad? yeah. Because you commented on it. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. I did? Oh, yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, At the time. Right yeah. after we kissed? Oh, like during the kiss. Yeah. What did you say? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that you commented on oh, it. Oh, well, then maybe I'm lucky that you didn't break up with me for being No, a I knew that I was a nightmare kisser. I mean, come on. <laughs> You were just over-eager. Over-eager. Well, I have been, you know, stalking you outside of your class for like a year. I finally got that kiss that I was waiting for. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, don't rem- I truly don't remember oh, no. that I yeah. commented. Maybe this is a Mandela effect style what? thing, but I'm pretty sure that. No uh, way. Yeah, no. You were like, what is going on? I said, what is going on? Yeah, yeah and pulled away a little bit. Uh. We need that grain that you embed in your eye. That. Yeah. I don't believe that. You really don't then, believe that? Well, then what? You don't remember anything that you said? Or like, how did you feel? Were you embarrassed? Oh, I was Were embarrassed ashamed? and ashamed. Oh, no. But uh, I think I just went in for it again. Maybe a little less. A little. little maybe yeah, pulled back a little bit. A yeah, maybe I learned a little. Got you at a oh, <coughs> well, thing or go. two. Yeah. Got you at a 36. Maybe take it down to an 8 or a 9. <laughs> This kiss goes to well, 11. Well, I like this Us Weekly article about it okay. because Matt is talking about possible solutions. And it's not maybe I should learn how to kiss in a way that doesn't disturb all of America. It's if I were to do this again, I'd probably have an eye patch or something. <laughs> Now, how does that solve the problem? Well, you'd have to get two. You'd have to get two, and then you'd just be, He also said, maybe I need to start wearing shades. See, now there's a solution. You're just always, sure, you're always wearing sunglasses sunglasses? all the time. Yeah, one cool customer, future's so bright, gotta wear shades. All right. Yeah, wears his sunglasses at night. Okay, so what's our next story? You chose this one, give it to me. Uh, Are we doing, what do you want? You want Andy Andy. Dorfman? Yeah. All right. Uh, extra, extra, read all about it, folks. Hot off the presses. According to ET, that's entertainment. What does that stand for? Entertainment Tonight. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Not entertainment today, entertainment tonight. Uh, Andy Dorfman says she would pick none other than, I feel like I want to use an NPR voice for these. Right, ones. yeah. <laughs> this is morning edition. <laughs> <laughs> the NASDAQ stock. There is are, an yeah. NPR voice. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember our friend, Emily, yes, I Emily do. went into an NPR voice for an NPR interview. We and got I was like, to, what is going yeah, on right it now? It was crazy. Yeah. She just turned it on like it was And she nothing. like didn't yeah. even know that she was doing it, I don't think. No, well, yeah. she knew. Nah, I think Come subconscious. On. She was well, trotting that out. Sure. Well, it's like there's a metal, there's like a rock station voice. There's a um, like hits voice. You know, like there's an oldies voice. Like I feel like all I'm these radio my, stations. I'm going to use my hits voice. Okay, and use your hits voice. Maybe we can segue this into like a, an E side gig. Okay. Andy Dorfman says she would pick Chris Sewell's if she did her Bachelorette season over again. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, that is pretty good. 
Yeah, um, that's like you're going to kick it back to Seacrest. Oh, me too. She basically shat all over Nick Vial in yeah. saying that. Also, Chris Sewell's like, really? Yeah, He's now? Like, yeah. A little bit of a murderer, a little bit of a uh, DUI situation, sitch. Well, so here's the thing, though. Here's the quote that she has. He was my buddy, my friend. I really like Nick and Josh. Chris was like my safety blanket. Mm -hmm. He was the guy I could go on a date with and knew we would have a good time. There wasn't a ton of pressure, which that's nice and all, but is that what you want in like your husband? Like your buddy? I mean, that's basically what we've got going on. Yeah. (laughs) I say yes. But I mean, am I even, do I even rise to being your safety blanket? You just got to find another outlet where you're getting like your, your weird stuff. Like I'm in a fight club. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm doing that furry thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. So That's we kind of have that. Yeah, like we're buddies. We're best yeah. friends. <laughs> we also go to furry conventions. Yeah, separately. I don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I have that owl outfit, which I guess is not really a furry thing because it's feathery. Owl? The owl costume that I wear to my furry conventions. You're making that up. Yes. Because you really do have a Chewbacca costume. Right, but that's not good enough. You I don't think you got to be John Snow costume. To... No, you got to wear a. Well, no, I'm animal. not saying to, fur, oh, okay. but to. I was going to say to like cosplay. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, which are like orgies in disguise, as far as I can tell. If you went to a furry convention, could you wear that Chewbacca onesie? Well, you would have to have a mask. I think a mask. That's is key. the only rule. Well, no, that's not the only rule, but I think it's integral the to the whole first situation rule about furry conventions. <laughs> don't talk about furry conventions you know there was that furry convention here in town i know well the listener doesn't I know. know yeah but and I know. they got kicked out of the embassy suites for clogging up the pool they quote unquote <laughs> ryan wasn't there yeah he only goes international for his furry convention. Well, sure. That's Stockholm, Reykjavik. Like, why are you going to go to a furry convention Rio? right here in our backyard? That's like a furry staycation. I don't want that. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I want some furry strange. You did That's it during the whole COVID. point. Well, right. You have to. Though the masks are so protective. Like, I could wear that furry costume on the plane and I would be fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the whole time through the airport, the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, she said Chris Sewell's was, quote, unquote, a relief. I knew when the final three came down, I needed to actually get serious about these final two. So I had to kind of remove him as a safety net. But it definitely wouldn't have been Nick or anybody else, I don't think. Oh, snap. Damn, sorry, Nick Vial. After all those hot roller skating videos that he posted (laughs) during COVID. Yeah, have you seen those, girl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all need to check that shit out because I yeah. feel like I was having, you know, when you watch something and you're like, why am I attracted to this? Yeah. That was me watching uh-huh. Nick Vial yeah. do an extended rollerblading video to the yeah. uh, song Stuck With You. <laughs> why am I feeling a flutter in my undercarriage and it was like right now? Seven minutes long. Yeah. And I watched Way the whole too long. damn yep. thing. Yeah, I need to get some rollerblades on, film myself. You, sir, are no Nick Vial. No, that is true, but uh, that's fine with Andy Dorfman. I'm more of the safety blanket type. I feel like that is three incredibly different right. um, final right. wrote. Like, I, Robin, we've got a job for mm-hmm. you. Get off your ass. <laughs> um, I would like some numbers slash stats run on like... 
how different the final two usually are, or even the final three. That's interesting, because how are you going to quantify that? Well, it's very subjective. So Robin's going to have to first create some sort of metric by which you can gauge the, you know, qualities. traits. Yep, and then she's going to have to run that statistically for all, like, 30 seasons of The Bachelor. So she's got some work cut out for her, but this is publishable, I think. Yeah, come on, Robin. What else do you you have going on in your life right now? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh... Just, I mean, informally, though, like, let's think back about the last couple of seasons. Right. I can't remember who The Bachelor was. So, um, not Clay, like, Peter. Let's not count Tasha. Okay. All right, Peter. Peter. So, who Final was at the end? Three. God, who did Madison. you choose? Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Um, was Hannah Ann second? So, those two, to me, are extremely similar. Yeah, right. This is cut from the same cloth, Absolutely more or less. Absolutely yeah. cut from the same cloth. Yeah. And then you got Colton with Cass. So that's Cassie, Tasha, and who was the third person? Mm, Tasha was third. Tasha was third, and then those two are nothing alike. Um, oh, so are that, you kidding me? I Tasha don't think and so. Cassie? Yeah, no, I don't think so. They are both like uh, cl- attractive Christian women from Southern California. Okay. No, I think they're very similar. Okay. I was thinking more oh, like. and Hannah G. Same. Yeah. So actually. Okay. Extremely that's, Yeah, that's fair. I was thinking more like Tasha just seems a little less like bubbly. Not bubbly. That's not the right word. Tasha's like, very bubbly. She is very. She's effervescent. She's not bubbly. She's bubbly. I was she's bubbly AF. Cassie. To me, Tasha seems less shallow than Cassie. Pretty sure Tasha's decently shallow. Okay, I don't. I don't think so. After the last season, I'm not saying she's like, you know. I feel like you might get Cassie on there though, and think like, that's true. That's know, true. Maybe if she got her own, you know, the shallow bitch season. of that season was Hannah G. I mean, come on. Hannah but you're G, right. We saw you on Paradise. We know who you are. Yeah, no, Cassie and Hannah G are very similar. And Tasha, I think they all are. Again, Southern California girls. And actually, you know, I'm thinking of Becca's season. We had Blake and Garrett cut from the same cloth. I don't even know if I could pick those two out of a lineup. Well, you'd have to <laughs> identify who was swing dancing. Right. There's Blake. And who was um, liking <laughs> offensive Instagram photos. Yeah. yeah. And who was a Trumper. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know which one of you is which, but who of you will like this offensive border wall? <laughs> well, <laughs> Garrett, there we go. Gotcha, Garrett. You, Garrett. Yep. Found you. Now, which one of you stormed the Capitol? Oh, Garrett? Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, you, James Taylor drove you there? Cool. That's great. Okay. Well, what I think we've learned here is that there's a lot more to learn. Robin? I've learned nothing. (laughs) I've learned a little bit. Yeah. I've learned that sometimes the three finalists are similar. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're not. Yeah. I will say, having watched uh, some, but not all of Andy's season... But I feel like we know her now as like a bachelor personality. Sure, a bachelor staple. A member of yeah. Bachelor Nation. Right, a royalty in Bachelor Nation. I am shocked that Chris Sewell's made it that far. Sure, Because yeah. I feel like um, Nick makes sense to me. Even Josh, like he was an asshole. Um, but, I mean, God, they look like they could be related. So there's that like narcissistic element mm-hmm. of choosing someone who right. looks like, like you. Like you and I. Yeah. 
Are you brother and sister? No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. At we're the just, Indian yeah. restaurant. Yeah. We're just best friends who look like each yeah. other and also go to furry conventions. We're just narcissists who fell in love with people who look like ourselves. <laughs> I take offense to that. I don't look that much like you. Mm. Oh, we totes look alike. I'm way more attractive. Than you me. are way more attractive than me, but You're I could be like... Oh, yeah. I'm totally the reacher. You're the settler. Looks wise. Personality wise... I feel like I'm the reacher. No, you're People still the you. you're still the the settler. No, nah. I don't think so. Because I, I, but I'm more neurotic than you. You've got a lot more baggage to deal with. That's true. Yeah. So. People don't know the full uh, full deal of what you have to put up with. No one's perfect. I've got baggage. Oh, you walked right into that one. Oh, is that some rent? Yeah. yeah. Life's too short, babe. Time is flying. I'm looking <laughs> for baggage. We listened to it last night. We didn't listen to that one. We listened to the... No, that's it. That's Bohemian? Yes, I yeah. should tell you I've got baggage, too. <laughs> To tell you baggage, wine, and beer. It's that, it's that little... Oh, it's a little like bit. interlude. Okay. tea break. Yeah. Were you not listening? Uh, not really. No. I mean... All I was listening to was the part where they talk about how bohemian they are because they eat yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're so fucking bohemian. <laughs> Is there anything more bohemian than riding your bike midday past the three-piece suit? Oh, get a job, all of you. <laughs> We eat rice and beans. Oh my God, we're so bohemian. Maybe they talk about sodomy in that. Okay, song. that's bohemian. Yeah. Is sodomy bohemian? Uh, I guess maybe, maybe not. No. I don't know. Yeah. S and M. They tell you though. They mention S and M. Is that bohemian or just Langston not mainstream? <laughs> <laughs> Those two <laughs> things are the same. To the yeah. Pablo Neruda. <laughs> Uh, well, if you had been listening, yeah, you would know that. There's a little interlude about in. baggage. Yeah. I've yeah, got yeah. baggage. You've got baggage. <laughs> He's got baggage. Let's not pay our rent. <laughs> I should tell you. I should tell you. I should tell you. I should tell you. I should tell I blew the candle out just to get back in. Until your candle burn my skin. Baggage on carousel number five. <laughs> Coming in from pay. Dallas. <laughs> I don't want to pay to digs my rent. <laughs> Where is the rent? I must <laughs> have the rent. <laughs> I'm too busy with my video camera. <laughs> Where is the rent? I must have the rent. Dollars, dimes, and nickels. I need them all right now. Great, great musical. musical. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do we have one more? Oh, gosh. One more story. We were going to talk about Claire and Dale. I don't know exactly what it is that we want to talk about. There's so much. We talked about needing to cover a Claire and Dale story because it's obviously hot off the presses. Sure, it's all anybody can talk about. But, guys, Claire and Dale are kind of depressing. Yeah, God. Well, and you also... I mean, it seems to me that Dale is the bad actor here. Is that the impression that you get too? Look, Dale was a fuckboy from day one. I mean, I don't know. Dale never gave a signal in my mind that he was there for the right reasons, there for Claire. The guys did not like Dale. I mean, I feel like they didn't really 
have enough time to fully explore that as a sure, narrative. Right. But they didn't like they him. They didn't like him. Well, and they had all that stuff about how he wouldn't shut up, which never um, came across. I guess the reason, the thing was the narrative at the end of the season was that she like ensnared him and that like after the final rose when he was like, oh, children, oh, and he had like he a like Stockholm like syndrome look on his face. SOS on yeah. His thigh. Right. Yeah. Like when uh, someone was going to send like a cult deprogrammer to get him out of that situation. It seemed like he was the victim, but now it doesn't seem that way anymore. Um, I feel like they're both. So a couple of headlines. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dale Crawley. Dale Crawley. Dale Sorry. Crawley. Ooh, what a oh, Freudian for... slip. Claire Crawley um, says she is making a quote unquote U-turn after being in a dark place following Dale Moss split. Uh, we get another headline about the dark place, but then rival headline, if you will. Dale Moss says he's fucking rocked over I've got Claire that one Crawley open, yeah. breakup and tearful post. So what this boils down to, to me, is that they are both pretty terrible, I think. And <laughs> both at fault, basically. Yeah. Because I do think that Dale... I don't I don't think it's the right term to say that he was like tricked, quote unquote, right. into being with her. But I think he certainly got swept up in this narrative. I sound like Carol from The Real Housewives. Um, a narrative about uh finding true love. Like I mm-hmm. mean, what what can you do in that situation if you were to go on a reality show like this and the person was like, It's you, I choose you. Like what it, what do you do? Right. You're of not gonna be gonna like, like okay. you're not gonna be like, no, let's give it some more time or this is crazy. You know, I feel like you would you would get swept up in the situation. And I think that was kind of what people thought at first was like, oh, they're both just swept up in this, like maybe her driving this a little more than him. Yeah. And then so so what happened supposedly, and again you get various accounts is either that Dale published that very public breakup announcement post without Claire's knowledge. Now people from Dale's camp are saying Claire was well aware that it was over Uh um, and simply that like Dale phrased that breakup announcement to sound like they were had kind of like both written it together. I see. And then it was like Claire knew that they were separated, but maybe... You know, but she didn't know that it was official yet. Yeah. He basically broke up with her on Instagram. It was a single was authored piece. <laughs> he was trying to pass it off as a co-authored what piece. What we in the biz call a single authored piece. <laughs> Which in the biz is better than a co-authored piece. But here, uh, Dale was trying to pass it off as a co-authored and piece. And there's other stuff like Dale has been posting smiley stuff. Like, I do feel like Dale needs to read the room a little bit. Sure. In terms of <laughs> the breakup. It even... Maybe he's doing cartwheels over, you know, being split and is overjoyed by it. But just for his own public image, I feel like he needs to watch it. Because really, I think that if he played this off okay, like people saw that Claire, she's crazy. Sure. So people are going to be willing he to He could easily with him, spin the narrative. But yeah. he's losing that. Right. That's a good point is he's losing the narrative. And also like people knew so little about him. That I think they would be willing to give him like a chance on Paradise or whatever. Yeah, you know, like, like just play the strong silent. Type. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like just boy, I am sad and don't. Yeah, I thought it was kind of silly that people were mad about him posting smiling pictures. Like 
what are you never going to be happy again, Dale? But I think PR-wise, it was probably a bad move. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this, uh, I imagine we'll have some sort of congressional hearings or something to get to the bottom of this Claire Dale split. Sure. So I'm hoping to see how that unfolds. Uh, I think Rudy Giuliani is going to represent Dale. I imagine that eventually Madison from Southern Charm is going to bang Dale and then we'll have worlds colliding. (laughs) Yeah. Has there been any Bachelor Southern Charm crossover? At all with the, Actually, the dating? Actually, no. You know, I feel like the Bravo stars kind of stick to sure. themselves. Yeah. And obviously Bachelor Nation is just like living it up in one long Bachelor party. Right. One long Bachelor orgy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh, and you have to be bachelor part of Bachelor party. Nation to go. Right. Yeah. Or you, if they all went to Stagecoach, it's if like that's ever Lane. held again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's ever such a thing again. All right, well, gang, it sure was good for you to hear our voices again. We hope it sounds okay. Yeah, I hope you could hear us all. So, um, And if not, I hope you could hear me this time. Um, we'll just switch, and one of us can have the good mic. Each episode, we'll just switch back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> oh, the, pro- the thing is, I don't even know why it sounded different. It shouldn't have to be this hard. It shouldn't hard. have to be this hard. That's oh, exactly gang. what I thought when you came in for that first kiss. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.